All right, so good afternoon, Page people. So welcome back to our latest episode of Page Podcast, Erlangga Global Engagement. In this episode, we are inviting our students who are currently undertaking an exchange program abroad. So they are Kesatria Erlangga from the Faculty of Social and Political Science, Universitas Erlangga. We have Muhammad Hafiz Irhamna right here and also Quindira Izanina. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, please give it a plus for Hafiz and also Quinn. Welcome to our podcast, everyone. Okay, so yeah, before we get it started about exploring their uh, experience uh, participating in ISMA program this year, so I think it's going to be great if we have a little bit introductions from our speakers today. So I think I would like to get it started from Quinn then. All right, so Quinn, can you please tell us about yourself a little bit and yeah. Um, okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Quindira Izanina. Everyone calls me Quinn. I'm um, a second year, a sophomore year of undergraduate student of international relations in Universitas Erlangga. Um, I'm currently in Barcelona to undergo my study in Universitat Pompeu Fabra in Bapis program. Nice to meet you all. All right. Nice to meet you, Quinn. Thank you for the introductions. Okay, so now what about you, Hafiz? Uh, hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Muhammad Hafiz Ramna. Uh, you can call me Hafiz. Uh, I'm a public administration student at uh, Faculty of Social and Political Science, UNAIR. I'm in my final year in UNAIR. Uh, now I'm in Barcelona to undergo uh, also my study at uh, UPF Barcelona. Nice to meet you. All right. Nice to meet you, Hafiz, and also Quinn. And thank you for sparing your time in our page podcast of Erlanga Global Engagement in this episode. All right. So Basically, we are going to be exploring a little bit more about your experience of undertaking ISMA program at uh, UPF in Barcelona, Spain. But before that, we would like to know, how are you doing guys right there? Are you guys doing all right? Or how Barcelona treats you so far? Okay, so who would like to get it started? I think maybe Quinn uh, can proceed first. Um, all right, Quinn. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would like to get started. Um, it was amazing. I mean, they got their life together and they have um, a very excellent work-life balance that which is this shocks me a lot um, because it uh, it also affects the lecturer how they give uh, give our assignments and they also like they're very chill and they also um, uh, respect our privacy and our me time so that yeah this is your assignment, you can do it later because tomorrow is a holiday. So get out and enjoy yourself. They have a very excellent work-life balance. That is what I point out uh, of my living here. All right. So basically work-life balance and also the privacy that you get there. So yeah, it's just amazing for you there. Okay, interesting. All right. So what about you, Hafiz? Uh, I think it's a uh, really great to be here for uh, I think uh, for one and a half month in Barcelona. I really love Barcelona. Uh, I think like Barcelona is a compact city with a beach with a mountain. Like uh, we you can go to beach and then uh, tomorrow you can go to uh, like seeing uh, scenery from the mountain. And then also some like Queen. Uh, I think the work-life balance that apply in Spanish is really amazing. Like uh, like. Yesterday on the Monday, uh, there's a national holiday in Spain, and my lecturer said, uh, "Yeah, you don't have to do any assignment; just take the holiday." Yeah. Oh wow, wow! They're very respectful and very appreciative for the you know breaks that you have. I mean, like normally, yeah, you know, normally in Indonesia we use our holiday like a break for I don't know maybe doing our assignments or like doing you know other projects. But they are they do really appreciate the breaks that you have so that they do not allow you to do like assignments wow that's very amazing okay so as far as the next one 
what is your considerations to go at UPF the first time? Like, uh, is this your first choice or is it your second or yeah, what is it? Maybe I can answer uh, mm -hmm. for, yeah, it's my first choice in UPF because I think uh, uh, when I see uh, the list of university offered by ISMA, then I see uh, this, I think it is nice uh, coming up with Barcelona. Barcelona is one yeah, of the famous city in, yeah, in the world indeed. And I see also the curriculum and yeah, I think it's really suitable for me, especially uh, when it comes to my degree in my home university at uh, UNAIR. And also UPF is also uh, recognized as the most, uh, the best university in Spain, I think according to the Times Higher Education. Okay, so it's, uh, it's basically because of the quality, that's why you yeah. wanted to go there to undertake your program uh, at UPF. Interesting. What about you, Quinn? Um, okay, I want to uh, want to start telling a little bit about my journey why UPF. Uh, maybe I can go to trace back when uh, Isma's first release was first released by Pajunaidi in late March. They uh, the Isma team encouraged us the soon to be awardees uh, to get out of our comfort zone. I think go out uh, go out of your comfort zone. Choose your the studies that you haven't you cannot even get in Indonesia. And here I am. I am, uh, honestly, I did several researches uh, about several universities in the ISMA courses list and university list. And what I see is uh, UPF has a very inclusive and uh, outstanding uh, programs and courses, which is LGBT, SDGs, and then innovation and law and etc. I think it is very useful and very applicable into the uh, to the future of us because we, we we are living in the era of disruption and we we all gonna need that. So uh, I choose UPF because it is um, cross courses and it's um, it's a melting pot of every courses like invisible. Uh, that is very uh, applicable for my future and my future career. And it turns out that. It is beyond my expectations. The friends, the culture, and the environment, and the lecturer, mostly, most importantly. So that's why I choose UPF. And also, Barcelona is a very big melting pot. It is, um, it is known since 1992 for its Olympic Games. Um, yeah, so here I am. And I love Barcelona so much. Oh, wow. That's very interesting. So basically, it's all about the academic life that you adore the most about the university, right? The courses that is very inclusive. Okay, so talking about your academic experience there at UPF. So is there anything that you found it totally different from your academic life at UPF and also at Universitas Arlanga? Maybe I would like to start? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, okay, the most uh, notable things that is different from Indonesia and Barcelona here is their culture of the freedom of expression. Students are allowed to talk about anything and everything related to the courses, whether it is their personal opinion or their um, uh, they're opposing the lecturer's opinion. It is very um, allowed. It is allowed here and it is very respectable here. Even uh, the lecturer um, also encourages us to Speak yourself. Go get yourself some opinion. Oppose me. It will be great for the class and for the learning process. Uh, that is what I see and what I feel. And I'm still trying to uh, keep up with the pace because I'm very not used to it in Indonesia. Unusual. Because uh, all we do is listening to the lecture and all we do is say yes to the lecturer and oh yeah, thank you for the 
for the knowledge, uh, but never did they give us the space to express ourselves. Uh, that is what I feel the most and most notable things in studying in Barcelona. Mm, I see. So basically the opportunity for you to express yourself like as how the way you want it as the thing that you, you know, remarkable the most for you. Okay, I see. What about you, Hafiz? I think uh, I had a uh, same feeling with Queen with uh, like uh, the international student, especially when it comes to the United States uh, students. There is so much uh, giving their uh, opinion directly to the lecturer, even though the lecturer haven't, haven't finished yet their, their work. Like, uh, oh my God, like uh, how come uh, if it applied in Indonesia, I think, uh, I don't know, like uh, the students are, I think I'm still afraid to giving her their opinion. Okay, I see. So basically, since you guys mentioned a lot about uh, freedom of speech uh, in this case, so what, you know, how important it is to have like, you know, this uh, type of freedom of speech in terms of for your personal benefit, since you guys in, you know, the UPF right now, you are experiencing about this on your own. So how do you get benefit from freedom of speech? Uh, I think from, uh, from the freedom of speech, of speech itself uh, it's also uh, I think like it's included in our grade so uh, more we speak more we can get a better score in the course so basically like if you speak even more you're gonna get good grades okay because yes. like it yeah, is counted as true. your active participations okay uh, sure participations uh, regardless what are you seeing uh, as long as it is um, in line with the courses and with the subjects you're gonna get points so the more you speak the more points you get and the more grades you will get Okay, so that's that's very interesting to know that by speaking a lot, you can also get a good grades at the same time. Okay, so as for the next one, I would like to explore some more about your personal experience on the expectations versus reality. I'm pretty sure that before you came here, I mean, like before you came to the UPF, you had a little bit about expectations about, you know, what you're going to have there or, you know, anything that you might have on your head. So, you know, have you ever had this expectation versus reality in your experience? Um, okay. Um... I have some expectations because studying in Europe has been my dream since I was 14. And all I know is that the European, the Western, and the Asian standards of uh, studying, with, while Asian is focusing on more assignments so they could more, uh, get more good grades, European uh, or Western standards of studying uh, emphasize on the students' participations and their how do they uh, accept the knowledge and how do they uh, deliver it to the lecturer by the by participating in class and that's what I really feel and it it met my expectation because but I didn't expect that the students here are so focal they're so so focal until uh, that I almost wow guys what do you guys eat what do you guys learn about we're at the same age and from that I really realized that uh, the environment the studying culture is very determining um, the personality of uh, an individual and how do they nurture, how do they being educated. So I think it is very great. It is a very um, amazing experience to, to be able to experience such things like this in the European because this is my first experience and hopefully there will be second, third and more. Okay, I see. So basically that's what you amazed the most about like, uh, you know how can we are at the same age but you know we have like different mindset or maybe like uh, you know way of thinking in terms of uh, freedom of speech ability so what about you have is 
I think uh, what's great when I when it when it comes to studying at UPS is uh, you can see a lot of different perspectives in it from the STEM perspective, from the United States perspective, and also from uh, Indonesian perspective when it comes to the course, like especially when it comes to the LGBT course, like uh, there have been told like the sex education from, I think like in the middle school, uh, however, in Indonesia, yeah, you know, uh, I think it's still not recognized for the sex education itself. And then so I think uh, my study at UPF, it meets my expectation, really meets my expectation when I can get uh, to contact the lecturer to talk about the course and then yeah I think it's really good to be here. Okay so Quinn previously you mentioned that you know the ability of the students right there to be like you know ideally expressing themselves through like the freedom of speech is totally amaze you and that's quite something shocking for you right okay so and I believe that of course you feel that oh wow I mean like how can you guys do this how can you guys do that I mean like in terms of that experience how do you cope with it? How do you deal with those who are like, you know, totally expressive in terms of this, you know, freedom of speech? How do you deal with those people there? Um, so there is one course uh, that I'm, uh, the lecturer assigned us into random groups. And uh, it turns out that I am in a group with all of the foreign students. So there is no ISMA students, not a single ISMA student except me. So yeah. I make it as my stage to getting better and to exhale my my ability of speech because uh, most of them are U.S. and Spanish students because there are a lot of U.S. students who are also undergoing a study here. So I learn from them and when there when there are group assignments, I read about that their part because we split parts, right? I read about that part, uh, their part, and then. They do really have um, amazing um, writings, yeah, because English is their mother language. But most importantly, I, uh, what I adore about them is their mindset. I mean, you know, uh, we have ethical issues in the, in the assignments and then they, uh, they are able to deliver such arguments, uh, which is maybe very taboo in Indonesia in our assignments to, to judge and to, um, to comment on our lecturers. Uh, material but here's not and one more good thing about studying in Barcelona is the lecturer gives you the freedom like hey guys what do you want for your assignments what do you want for your final project do you want it to be academically or do you want it to be creatively maybe you guys who had academic you can make a magazine you can make a video but uh, I'll make sure I will give you the standards of uh, that you should pass and it is very it is very delightful. I love it very much because I'm not a kind of I'm not the kind of academic person. I'm more like a creative person. Uh, so they gave us the spaces and um, yeah, the spaces for us to express ourselves uh, regarding our courses so that we can pass the course with um, our utmost ability to pass it, not only just uh, for academic uh, matters. That's mm. what I really adore the most oh wow i see so they give you like this oh you know another freedom right okay to decide sure, what are the final freedom. projects that you want to do that you want to accomplish okay of course according to the standard that they have set as well right wow that's very interesting okay so and what about you have is in your opinion that you also mentioned about the freedom of speech of the students that they have there especially the students from the united states of america 
how do you deal with you know their attitude in terms of this freedom of speech? Uh, I think for the first time when uh, I study with them, like, uh, yeah, how come I can also speak like uh, the same pace with them? Uh, I think I, it's also, it's kind of hard to start it, but yeah, uh, same as Queen, like, uh, the, uh, the, like, I think like the first time that I, I can speak, it's yeah, when it comes to the uh, group task, uh, when, yeah, it's, uh, it forced me to, to speak, I think like, uh, And then after that, uh, we also like present something in the in front of the class, and yeah, also I have to participate in it. And then, uh, yeah, the most I think like the most thing that I love in lecture in there is yeah, the lecture give us uh, the freedom to choose uh, what kind of assignment did you want to do in the mid in the final, yeah, it's uh, really different when it comes to my degree in UNAIR. Okay, okay, so basically you also highlight about those final projects that you can even yeah. decide what, you know, what types of final project that you want to do. Okay, yep. so in terms of, since you, you know, I mean, like, since you decide about the final project that you want to accomplish, that you want to do for your grades, do the lectures there give you, like, some sort of high standards or, like, you know, everything is literally based on your creativity, on, you know, your point of view about things that you are going to do? Uh, um, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Hafiz, uh, okay. Okay. Who would uh, like to get it started first, Hafiz? Yeah, okay. I think I can. Uh, I can answer. Uh, I think in my opinion, the lecturer doesn't seem to to set the really high standard, but uh, they know uh, we come from a different uh, different area of the world. Uh, they are from the state, Indonesia, and also from the Spain itself. They know that uh, maybe like Indonesian do not, yeah, do not speak, uh, do not actively speaking in the class. Yeah, yeah. And then in terms of the grading, I think, uh, yeah, it's not kind of kind of hard to pass, I think. Okay, yeah. Since I think it's also since you decide your own final project and you know what to do and yeah. you are passionate about what you're going to do. So I think, yeah. Everything is just well. Everything is just going well, right? Going so smooth, right? Okay. Yeah. What about you, Queen? Um. Okay. So the lecturer had. I I don't think it is a very high standards because he said that propose me your project and I will make a standard for it. So it is yeah. um uh, uh it is very spontaneous and the lecturer are also open to every um every suggestion and every of our thoughts thinking to them. So. Uh, he only said, uh, they only said like, uh, you you only have to connect your project with the subjects that are already been taught by me. So it is it is very um, applicable for you to do uh, academic research or creative research or argumentative essay or maybe descriptive essay. It is up to you guys. Just let me know. The thing is, uh, we always we should always let the lecturers know maybe. We couldn't go to the class. We can go to the. Uh, we can. They can make a Zoom for us. Uh, we are not able to make academic uh, researches. We can make a creative researches and so on and so forth. Oh, so the lectures are very accommodative to what you're going to do. What you know, what you're going to execute then. Well, this is very beneficial for the students. I, uh, so I suppose, yeah. So hopefully, like you know, I don't know. Once you are going back from UPF, that the our university will also have like the same system. Hopefully, like slowly, right? Yeah. 
I don't know. I, either, mean, you know I, I don't know either is going to be implemented, but yeah, who knows from your ideas, from your experience there that you can share, so we can have like a little bit of adjustment about the educations that we have here. Okay, so wow, that was like quite serious talk about your academic experience there at UPF. That apparently it wasn't really serious because you mentioned about a lot of fun things, uh, you know, about studying there at UPF. So now let's move on to another part of our talks today, which is about cultural shocks. Okay, so since you guys are uh, international students there, and yeah, uh, Spain is located in Europe, which is like, you know, completely different in terms of like geographical situations and also like the cultures of the people itself. So have you ever, have you guys ever experienced any cultural shocks that, you know, you may experience there, both in your academics or maybe even your social or your personal life in Spain? So if you have, how did you overcome with your, you know, cultural shocks? Okay, Hafiz, would you like to get it started? Okay, I may, uh, for me, my culture shock is uh, when before I arrive in Spain, I expect all the Spanish uh, or the Catalan uh, can speak English well, but turns out, yeah, uh, they are not, uh, most of them not, not speaking English well, and yeah, they, I think like they brought with this, their Spanish or their Catalan, and yeah. How to cope with that is yeah I used to learn a basic Spanish to order some coffee meal or yeah in like uh, buying groceries in supermarket like a little a little Spanish yeah I think it uh, can help you when uh, you uh, live in Barcelona especially when you don't live in a tourist area like you live in a area which is not uh yeah the the Spanish live there that it's Kind of hard. So yeah, thankfully that we also have Google Translate as well these days. Yeah, okay. But it's just easier. Okay. So <laughs> Hafiz, as for you, your culture shocks is in terms of the language barriers that they use there. Okay. So what about you, Queen? Um, okay. Um, to the extent from Hafiz's opinion, um, I would like to say that uh, in Barcelona, located in Catalan province, um, <laughs> we we lived in three or maybe four different languages here. The first one is Indonesia, Bahasa Indonesia. The second one is English and the third one is Spanish. And the most importantly is Catalan, Catalan language. So which we have to, um, we have to accommodate the, the maybe the tenants, the seller uh, in the market who cannot speak Spanish very well, but they can only speak and understand Catalan. That's why we have to learn four languages at one time here. So it is a very challenge. It is it is a challenge, a big, big challenge for us, not only to know and to understand Spanish, but also Catalan, because they have their um, love of their nationality of Catalan people very much. So that so little people here speak Spanish. Uh, it is for the record that Barcelona is very, uh, there are not a lot of people who can speak Spanish fluently. So, and the second one is, um, Maybe this is partly uh, most of the European big cities. In Sundays and national holidays, most of the stores are closed. Not uh, unlike in Indonesia, in the national holiday and in um, Sundays, most of the stores and the shopping centers are always always open and always crowded, right, in the holiday. But here, it is not. It is not because referring to my cultural shock. Uh, the first cultural shock that I mentioned before, they have a very great work and life balance. It's not about uh, how can I spend my weekend with my family if the stores are closed. It's more like, 
okay, the stores are closed so that the employees can enjoy their own holiday. We can go to the park, we can go to the tourist attraction, we can go to the beach, we can go to the mountains, but not to the shopping center because they also need their time, their holiday, in national holiday and in Sundays. So when I first came here, uh, the PPI students, Perhimpunan Pelajar Indonesia in Spanyol, uh, always, uh, always remind us that please go for a shopping, grocery shopping before Sunday so that in Sunday you can go uh, cook in your house. So you can, uh, you, because most of the stores and restaurants and shopping centers are closed in Sundays. You can enjoy your Sunday in the nature, in the public spaces, but not in the stores, even the big supermarkets too. So yeah, I have lived here one and a half month. So it is not a great deal for me because I, I fully understand how they really enjoy their lives here. So that is the most um, notable things about Barcelona. Oh, I see. Okay, so well, that's very interesting. I mean, like in Indonesia itself, especially when it comes to like a national holiday or Sunday, Saturday weekend, the stores are like, you know, they are, you know, they're having these competitions to always open so that, you know, whenever people need to go, like they're available, right? So, so that the customers, they do not have to go home. Whoa, that's completely different with the things that we have here in Indonesia. But yeah, that's the differences, right? Okay, so yeah, that's very interesting about your culture shocks that you still have to adjust a little bit. I don't think that that's a quite, uh, you know, big culture shocks that you experience there. But of course, there always have to be something that you learn from your experience, right? Okay, so now let's jump in into your social life at, uh, at the university themselves. Okay, since, uh, since you mentioned that the students there are, you know, coming from uh, different countries from the whole world. All right. So, you know, how do you socialize with them since like you, uh, Queen mentioned about a melting pot community in the university itself. So, yeah. How do you adjust your social life or maybe like do you have like some sort of, you know, group of students that you are hanging out a lot with or do you guys prefer like, yeah, I make friends with anyone. Okay. Okay, I think uh, because uh, the international program in UPF uh, is only divided into two groups, I think like the US and Indonesia and then a little amount of Spain. Yeah, I think uh, we play, yeah, yeah, mix. Yeah, I think I play with everyone, but yeah, uh, yeah, I think it's in the daily life. I, uh, it's uh, really according to the course, like not everyone taking the same course. Like, yeah, we, we used to hang out based on yeah, our courses, like in Monday with, uh, with whom and then yeah, in Tuesday with whom. Okay, so basically your circle of your friendship there is according to the class that you're taking. Yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> okay, have you tried to explore some more from, you know, other than of your course or, you know, do you think that's not necessary? Yeah, I think it's necessary. Uh, yeah, how to how to how to I think like yeah, it's like uh maybe quit like having a friend from another class. Yeah, I used to uh also make a friend with. Okay, interesting. All right, thank you. What about you, Queen? Um, yeah, it is true that we make friends based on our courses. Uh, but there are few friends from Japan that maybe I, I didn't get into the same class with them, but because they're a friend of my friends who take the courses, uh, so they became my friends and we hang out together. Um, most importantly, the most big groups in our classes are the US students, the Indonesian students, the Japanese students, and the Spanish students. 
uh, for me, I make friends equally because it is very, my very first objection of broadening my networking. It's not only to the ISMA students and the Spanish students, but also the students from all over the countries. Uh, yeah, I make uh, I make friends with the Japanese students uh, and we get along with it. And uh, one US students that I get along with uh, very, uh, very perfectly. And uh, okay. I would like to say uh, I get along perfectly with the Asian students because we have the same base of culture and we are both shy and not that focal like unlike the Western students. Uh, therefore, it is like um, we get along naturally with the Asian students. Uh, but nevertheless, I will I, I still try to make friends with the with, to get along with the other students because. Uh, they basically didn't have any hard feelings of not. Uh, why is this girl uh, don't want to be friend with me? They actually they fine with it. So I guess so basically that's what you feel. Uh, you know, in terms of like making friends with the people all of uh, you know all of across the globe, uh, at UPF mm-hmm. for it. So wow, I think that's quite a, quite an experience of yourself spending uh, your exchange program there at UPF because they offer like work-life balance and also like they have this culture when you, where, you know where you can decide what type of the final project that you want to accomplish and the lecture is also very accommodative to you know what you do in terms of your final projects. All right, so now. Before we reach to our last sessions of our podcast today, so if you could describe your exchange program at GPF in one word, okay, what word would it be? Hafiz, would you get it first? Okay, um, uh, I think it can conclude it as uh, incredible. Like, incredible. Uh, like in UPF, you can do like uh, academical things and then also the non-academical things very balanced like uh after after class we can go to have a, a dinner like with uh international student and then like yeah i really love to be here and yeah it's a really incredible journey okay i see i see that you love staying there but you need to know that you're soon going to go back here to indonesia oh, right? yeah. <laughs> okay In so december. when are you going to go back oh december okay so yeah we are already have Uh, book our ticket to go oh, to Indonesia in okay. make it December count, 12th. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, December 12th. All right, so make it count. Okay, what about you, Queen? One word for say, your experience. I would say UPF in Barcelona is fantastic. It fantastic. is very good. I mean, for me, who is very at ease with life and I hate assignments and I love to live freely and I, I, I love to express myself. It is very fantastic for people like me because here you can find your peace. Maybe uh, you have to adjust first because of uh, the work-life balance, but it is actually good for us. It's actually good for you because yeah, it's finally, they finally recognize the border between your, uh, your working and your life because you need a life to live. You have a family, you have friends, you have social life to live, not only just for studying, just because we are students. And we haven't got our degrees yet. And the lectures are also uh, emphasizing on that. So, uh, hey guys, you can submit it. Uh, your the deadline of the submission is on the next weekdays because I want to I want to spend my weekend with my family, so I will not be able to read all of your assignments. So feel free to submit it on Monday. They they said like that, so it was wow. So basically, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sundays and ho- national holidays are free of assignments and. Uh, 
any kinds of academic things related. So, fantastic. Oh, yeah. I think once you are going back to Indonesia, especially at your faculty, you should really promote this work-life and study-life balance, okay? So that no assignments on weekend, <laughs> no assignments on national holidays, okay? I think you should also Hopefully. promote that once you're going back, okay? So yeah, it's going to be the last one that I would like you guys to share for the future ISMA awardees. Okay, so since I believe that there are thousands of students out there who failed to participate in ISMA this year because of, I don't know, maybe several things. All right, so if you could say something for the future ISMA awardee, what message would you convey to them? Um, okay, guys, here's the thing. When someone says Barcelona is the most beautiful city in the world, in the Europe, I'm sorry, in Europe, you have to believe it because it is. It is not just because the sceneries or the tourist attractions that they have, but they have also beautiful souls, beautiful minds, and uh, not only just beautiful sightseeing, but you have, to, you have to get here someday, maybe for studying or maybe for traveling, because it is, it is the most beautiful city. You will find uh, another beautiful things in here too. Okay, so beautiful things await for you in Barcelona. <laughs> All right, what about you, Hafiz? Uh, I think for the future ISMA student, uh, I suggest you to find out more about your future, uh, about your plan. If you go, if you want to go to Barcelona, then go. And then, uh, yeah, I think for the international mobility exposure, you don't you don't have to only uh, recognize it by the academical, but I think it's also the culture. Yeah, things that offer. Okay, because. International mobility program is not only about academic things, but it also about how you can cope, how you can learn with the cultural things. All right, well done, Hafiz and Queen. Okay, so yeah, thank you very much, Hafiz and Queen, for sparing your time to you know stop by at our page podcast and global engagements for this episode it's been very nice to have the talk with you talking about your personal life your academic life and also your culture shocks experience at upf barcelona okay so yeah page people thank you so much for also staying tuned in our uh, current episode of page podcast and global engagements and once again we hope you have a nice day and thank you for staying tuned and have a good day, everyone. Hafiz and Quinn. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Okay. Thank you. Adios. Okay. Adios.